What is up, everybody? If you don't know, you, now you do know. You're officially tuned in to another special edition of the HFWB podcast series. This is your host, Clifton Pope. And with me today, I have a very special friend who's making her long-awaited return to the HFWB podcast series. For everybody who listens to the HFWB podcast series, if you remember episode 35, I want to say it is, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. This person is a great friend, a great motivator, and somebody you just need to have a part of your life because she's just an overall good person who does so much for the community based on a whole mind-body-spirit thing. You see what I did there? If you don't know who I am talking about, I want you, everyone to welcome back my friend, the owner of ANC Fitness and Yoga, Miss Ashley Chapa, to the HFWB podcast series. Ashley, welcome back. This is well overdue. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for having me back and your patience in getting me back. No, of course, Ashley. This is this is long overdue and everything. And I, I want you to kind of like remind the people, Ashley, just in case they didn't listen to episode 35, who you are exactly and basically... A quick summary of basically what ANC Fitness and Yoga is about, because the reason why is because it's like we always talk about kind of like the yin and the yang factor and everything. I want you to kind of elaborate on what that means for the people. Cool. So, yeah, I own ANC Fitness and Yoga. So a portion of my business is weight training. The other portion is yoga and a very therapeutic approach to yoga. Uh, so basically. Right. I help people gain mobility, strength, um, flexibility, really just depending on where they're at, right? And so I've worked with people uh, with past injuries, past surgeries. I've helped people avoid surgeries um, and basically just by combining the principles together. And so uh, the way that I have my gym set up is I have weight training classes available, but I also have these yoga classes available. So and during my yoga classes, I get to hear feedback from my clients, um, basically about where they're at in their workouts and then how I can help them recover, how I can help them make feel good again, and really just utilizing both tools to complement somebody's lifestyle. Yes, yes. And for everybody who's listening, just for the record, I've experienced both the yin and the yang after Ashley strongly encouraged me. I remember when I first just joined, I was doing strictly yoga. And she was like, you got to get into the fitness class. You got to get the whole experience. And I was like, uh, I'm going to do it. And then one, once I did it, now I kind of understand the yin and yang factor because really, Ashley, it kind of balances out within itself. And a lot of people don't know this is that now, thanks to your overall influence, I've pretty much incorporated yoga more into my routine more than ever because I always like to try to do like some form of like yoga, like after all of my workouts. And that's something that's helped myself out tremendously. And I just want to Thank you so much for that, Ashley, because it really does make a difference and it's helped out within my overall journey, of course. Yeah, definitely. And it, and yes. I mean, it, injuries, I mean, it just really complements each other pretty well. And even on the mind aspect, I feel like a lot of what we do in the weight room is overcoming fears, really pushing ourselves to our limit. And then it's complemented with, okay, now what does your body need? Like, how do we restore? And this all together creates a package of just creating. And I think that's what a lot of people don't really know or recognize in me, but I am a strength coach. And so I feel like that's kind of like a little secret bonus when you get to know me. But 
maybe I should definitely elaborate on that more. And so, and really the reason why we have such a success rate within our yoga stories and people who combine the two is because of the amount of strength that they gain in the process. You know what I mean? And that's what really life. No, it's genius too, because it's like, you're like one of the like ultimate motivators that I know, Ashley, because you, even, even with myself, with me kind of knowing a thing or two myself, you always check on me occasionally. And, and sh- basically what I want everybody to realize is that if you go and sign up with Ashley at ANC Fitness and Yoga, she's literally going to be with you every step of the way to make sure you're on the most successful journey possible. Look at... You're looking at basically the reason why you started ANC Fitness and Yoga. And this is a quick backstory. There's a guy, his name is Tommy. For those who don't remember, remember back like say February or so when the story came out on the news and everything. Fast forward to what just transpired recently. You, Tommy, and a couple of other people, y'all went to this Spartan competition in Dallas. And I want to give people a little insight on this for those who are listening to the podcast series. See, Ashley and I could honestly agree when there's like levels to the intensity of like training within itself. And I remember even within the fitness class, watching everybody doing all the different types of workouts for Spartan. I'm just thinking like, wow, that there's levels to this fitness training. So I wanted you, Ashley, to kind of elaborate on that whole experience because a lot of people don't realize you just came back from Dallas like a week or two ago just doing that competition. And that was inspiring within itself. So kind of elaborate on how that whole journey was and what the overall definition of a Spartan is. Cool. So... So basically where we were was Tommy, was, he had an injured back, um, bulged his sciatic issues, almost, I mean, one of the most popular and most common injuries you can find in an adult. Uh, right. Basically it got to the point where, I mean, he was just having the most difficult time doing simple day-to-day tasks. I mean, that's getting off the couch alone. That's basically getting dressed alone. And so when it got to the point where it was kind of like, okay, you're going to have to have two surgeries and, you know, and it just got to the point where they, him and his wife were just, they weren't going to fall back to back surgery, especially with the rate of success that they've heard from different stories. So basically when they came to, it was like, you're a last resort, you know, like, no big deal. You know, I got this mm-hmm. actually. So where we started was he was basically on the floor. I was teaching him simple engagement movements, how to really lengthen through his spine, contract through his abdomens, and start to create um, strength that way. So literally just floor work. Um, then we got into a chair, and then we started. He started feeling better. You know, he got off pain meds. I mean, he started moving differently, feeling differently. I mean, it was just uh, definitely a big, big turnaround. And everyone mm-hmm. was grateful. We were blessed. We felt like the training program was such a success, but then we kept going. And then one day, Tommy, and I mean, we have, I mean, I'm just going to encourage you, right? And I'm going to go with you 100% of the way. So he brings yep. up challenging himself and going to Spartan. I hadn't even heard about Spartan until this moment. So I look it up and I'm looking at the obstacles and looking at our options. I'm like, you know what? Let's fucking do it, right? Like, let's go. Like, let's push this. <laughs> Like, I'm down. And so we commit. We buy our tickets. We're, like, 255 days for the countdown to go to this thing. So, basically, I mean, we just hit the ground running. Like, first thing first was, you know, we started on creating strength and getting him really strong. 
that was going to be our base. That's our foundation. Right. And in the process, we're working on endurance. And then once we got to the point where like, okay, we're just, you know, a couple of months out, then it became more sports specific. We started practicing obstacles, techniques for obstacles. And then from there we show up, we completed, we got through, we saw some things that we can work on how to improve our training. And we're basically going back, but this time we're going back for a trifecta in 2023. So mm. we're going to start with stadium do a 10k and then we're going for the 21k so it's going to be it's going to be a challenge no it, it, it's, it sounds like a challenge and i remember just seeing like all the videos and the pictures and thinking to myself man this is like on some level of like american ninja warrior or something i'm just thinking like man i'm trying to picture myself doing it and i'm like I probably could if i put my mind to it it's just not there within the vision but that's why I commend you so much for doing stuff like that, Ashley. I'm like, wow, that just proves to what I already knew about you and what the people listening to the HFWB podcast series should know is that Ashley Choppa is an ultimate badass. And she's the ultimate role model, most importantly, for the kids. And that's what we need more of in the future. Because if there's one thing I feel like me and Ashley agree on is that children are the future. So we got to imply these simple methods of just basically helping the kids stay active and stay fit and know basically the basics of just overall exercising and cherishing the mind, body, spirit and everything, which is why, Ashley, I know you're a big advocate of the Kids Get Fit program, which is basically all about getting the kids on track to where they can understand the basics of all these things. Kind of elaborate, Ashley, what made you want to get involved with kids get fit the concept of it and basically what it means to you cool so i'm actually a mom myself so i got two little ones uh they regularly practice they regularly exercise with me um you can tell a big difference whenever they're consistent with their meditations with me and you can tell right. a big difference we're not consistent with our meditations um but it's really just watching my daughter go through um go through the process right and it was just um, also having like the difficult childhood that I had. And so it's almost as if though it's just creating like a toolbox of tools that these students can use no matter where they are in whatever situation, right? Because mm -hmm. I feel nowadays our kids go through a lot that we don't quite understand or realize. Honestly, I just don't think we bring enough awareness and we don't pay attention to it as much as we need to, but I they agree. have yeah. life, right? And yep. so basically what we're doing and just like adults, just like the Spartan training and everything else that we put ourselves through is actually forcing ourselves to do the hard things. It's creating resilience and it's creating grit um, and really just having kids kind of stick to a routine or pushing themselves in fitness or pushing themselves in their yoga class or whatever it may be that we're doing. Um, this is just helping them build some of those tools of being resilient and creating confidence in oneself and saying you're going to do something and actually accomplishing that. And But giving our students the tools to do that, because it's real easy to like, hey, pay attention. You're like, I thought I was, right? But you're <laughs> often getting distracted. So, and it's yeah. really like you can't tell somebody to do something without, if you've never really taught them how to do that, like what does pay attention mean to them? Have you even asked the student what they understood of what pay attention is? And probably not. And I guarantee you the student's probably not going to know really how to answer that. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. so I feel like um, basically what Kids Get Fit is doing is 
you know, I've always heard Steve Jobs say this, and I'm sure a lot of people have said this, if you can't explain it to a child, then you don't understand it enough, right? So what we do with Kids Get Fit is we simplify these techniques and these tools. We simplify what fitness is. We break it down. We show you why and what we're doing on purpose. And we do the exact same thing for mindfulness. We do the exact same thing for yoga. Um, but then we also give them room to be playful and to not lose that inner child spirit and just joy, right? And we want to really bring that back and focus on how do we bring that to the present consistently daily. And that's basically what I do with Kids Get Fit. Um, we create the programs. Right now we're looking for people. So basically you'd come under my wing. I tell you, show you, teach you everything I know and how to do it. Um, and then we'll basically go from there. And I'm just trying to build a team so we can get, right now there's the demand, but it's the lack of needs, right? So I would love yeah. to be able to work with the team, get other insights, get some more ideas. I mean, I feel collectively all together, we would go a lot further. You know what I mean? It would definitely take it to new heights. And this is where unity in the community comes in handy here because it's just a matter of just getting together like-minded individuals to where we could build like a coalition towards just overall generational health, you know, because that's what that's really what it all it comes down to is just generational health and just showing how you can overcome these things and just heal yourself from within and everything. So that's that's pretty much the point of it. And it's like having fun with it and having the joy within it as well. And that's one of the things I love about it. And how do you feel like, do you feel like, what do you, when it comes to like generational health, what does that mean to you? What, what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear generational health? Generational health. The first thing that comes to mind is like breaking those generational curses or cycles, right? I feel like, right health kind of goes to really looking at the mental health of the unit right and so it's not mm -hmm. just person individually but it's how are they all kind of affecting each other because I feel like that's really big too you can always say you feel one way your child feels another way or their friends another way but nobody's really talking about how they're feeling right and we don't really mm -hmm. talk about those effects that we have on each other as a unit because we all work together right it's all about unity yeah. move the way i move the energy all flows together and so just being able to recognize that right like to teach our younger generation what that means and like how we are affecting others and how our actions and words do matter and how we can raise our awareness on what we do and how we say it that because that's ultimately going to affect how everyone else feels around us and so just being able to have that understanding, I believe, would create a much healthier generation for the years to come. I just feel like mental health, if you don't start with mental health, uh, we don't allow ourselves the tools to really become the best versions of ourselves. And I feel like that's, that's the definition of generational health. Yep. Training the mind and then the body will follow. That's, exactly. that's, a, great, that's a great way to summarize it all. And then it's just a matter of having the spiritual feeling behind it and everything. And that, Ashley, that's just a wonderful answer within itself. Now, I'm going to kind of switch it up here, and I'm going to kind of throw like kind of like some either-or scenarios at you, Ashley, just to kind of see which one would you choose out of which. And since we're on a topic on as far as generational health and fitness, I'm going to make it kind of interesting here. 
Um, if you had to pick as far as, I'm going to kind of get you on this one. If you had to pick as far as yoga or meditation, which one do you feel is more effective? Um, man, that's kind of hard to even separate the two. You know, <laughs> I feel like yoga in itself is a moving meditation. Um, yeah. So mm. if, I, if I had to absolutely let go of one, I'd say meditation only because there's several poses that I could do while mm -hmm. okay, meditating at the same time. So basically I'd be cheating, but I feel like they're definitely almost inseparable. Yeah. Mm, that's a, that's an interesting answer. Interesting answer. Um, as far as from a weightlifting perspective, what would you, what do you feel is more effective? Do you, would you say biceps, triceps, which would you take out of the two? Um, to stop training. No, just as in general, which one do you enjoy lifting more biceps or triceps? Well, you see at the moment, um, <laughs> I mean, obviously like probably, Mm, okay, so like right now, it's kind of difficult because I've actually started to put more of a focus on triceps only because, mm. uh, you know, it's going to be a big muscle use at Spartan, but so are biceps, right? So mm -hmm. I would say, I mean, if I was to stroke my ego, I would like to do biceps, um, <laughs> but I need to accomplish uh, triceps. <laughs> No, it goes one and the same. You know, you got to make sure the arms are built like a sculpture. Um, bench press or incline press? Ooh. As far as which one do you prefer? If you were to ask me, me would, personally, I'm a bench press person. I got you. And I would probably go with incline. I have more control um, with my shoulder than I would on, mm. well, not really control. The stability would be the same, but it's the angle in which it's coming down on my shoulder, which would complement it a little better than bench press. So I would pick incline. Interesting. Yeah. Leg, leg squat or leg press? Uh, squats. Mm. Squatting it is. Uh, it, it kinda, for me, it's kind of like, I. I don't know. I mean, I love squatting myself, but it's just something about leg press that just makes your legs feel so powerful to where you're like, ah, and all this. I, I don't know. But it, I, I have nothing against squats either, you know. that, that That's a good one. And the only reason uh, like squats is because it's like more of a whole body. Like you have to engage your back, your core, your, like everything is going to go into this one movement. Leg press it's more isolated towards your legs. You know what I mean? So if I had to put more, right. definitely squats would be more complimentary to like my entire training regimen. Mm. Yeah. Jogging or jump roping? Jogging. <laughs> if y'all, if you don't know what I'm doing here for everybody listening on the HFW podcast series, I'm literally picking Ashley Chopper's brain and at the same time giving you a sneak peek of what she recommends based on certain workouts for those who are trying to figure out how they can put together the perfect workout. So you could thank us for giving you these tips here for those listening to the HFWB podcast series. But to switch it up here on a serious note, but keeping the same scenario of either or, 
Would you take Ashley out of these two, respect or loyalty? Uh, respect. Mm, that's a that's a that's good. Uh, that's a good one. With and, uh, and, and for most people, that's a tough one. But yes, you know, you, you, respect can will basically take you a long way. That that's for sure. Why? Well, um, respect is the first ingredient to loyalty. Right. And so if they don't respect mm -hmm. there's loyalty to begin with. That's that's the truth. That's yeah. the truth. That is the truth. Now this is a very common one that you would probably hear all the time. Would you take the, the fame or the fortune? Um fortune. Yeah, that's that's kinda that's kinda obvious. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I just figured I just figured I'd throw that in there just to see because you, you never know. Some people you'd be surprised. And that just goes to show you, y'all, always take the fortune over the fame. Because at the end of the day, when the fame is gone from everything that you're doing within, like, being your own entrepreneur, business owner, boss, or whatever, you got to have the fortune, right? So that's pretty much how, how that goes. But I want to ask you, Ashley, just to kind of give people a little bit more about you and everything and have them know you a little bit more. I know you're a real big music person. If you were like, say, trapped on an island, right? And if you had the opportunity to listen to like five albums for like the rest of your life, what would those albums be? And it could what? be anybody. Hard one. Okay. So it would probably be, I mean, definitely my session one uh, yoga playlist. Um, that would definitely be a must. It just has like some pretty cool, you know, kind of little. So, like, my yoga, my preference in yoga movement is definitely more uh, with beats, very, um, I guess, I wouldn't even know what to call it. Just, like, a very big, like, hip-hop influence, I guess, behind it would be. Mm -hmm. So, definitely session one playlist. Um, and another one would probably have to be, I mean... This is really hard. This is really hard. Uh, maybe like mm. Hippie Sabotage. Mm. Uh, one of their their albums. Um, definitely like Social Distortion. Okay. Uh, maybe a Chris Webby album and just trying to pick like all the all the time maybe like an acoustic album maybe like Bayside's acoustic album or something yeah I feel like that got like a lot of my genres no that, that, that just goes to show you how very influenced you are within music and there's nothing wrong with having a versatile genres at all I mean that's that's the beauty of music for sure or maybe some revolution I don't know I would definitely need some that we'd have to rearrange this a little, but something along those lines. No, no, I, I get it completely. I really do. Um, I'm going to ask you this, Ashley, as far as of a dream scenario type of thing. If you had the opportunity to work out with one celebrity, who would it be? One celebrity. Or one celebrity or one athlete, anybody. Um, to work out with them? 
Yeah, just a regular old workout. Probably Lana Bailey. Yeah, for sure. She's a beast. I feel like she she'd push me for sure. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Like a bodybuilder. Um, now she's does like fitness apps and stuff like that, but she's definitely a beast. She gets down. She gets down. All right. Now that's that's an interesting perspective. I need to actually look her up because it doesn't ring a bell, but I'll, I'll definitely look her look into it just because she motivates you. And for everybody listening to the podcast series, let's make it a mission to definitely look into that for sure. That way we can get some extra motivation and keep that train rolling for sure. But overall, Ashley, I want to ask you this question, and this will probably be like the last question here. If you were to look at the future of like the state of just healthy individuals in general, where do you see that potentially going within the next few years down the road? Well, we're a lot more health conscious. I mean, I don't really know if it's like really health conscious. You know what I mean? I mean, everyone creates these diets and like, you know, there's all these pretty like aesthetically pleasing um, healthy stuff now. I feel mm-hmm. we're kind of headed in the right direction, but we just need to clean it up a little. I feel like there's a lot of false information out there that's easy to fall into, um, but it's very gimmicky. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not easy. It's a hard, it's hard to stay consistent. It's hard to eat right. It's hard to keep um, a consistent training schedule with a busy lifestyle. It's hard to do it with kids. It's hard. You can find the excuses all day, right? And it's really, um, that's kind of what it comes down to. And, you know, yes, there's quick and easy ways to do things, but some of the quick and easy ways uh, take just as long to do it a little cleaner. You know what I mean? And so I feel Mm -hmm. like there's a lot that we can improve on and I feel we're all headed in the right direction. I think it's just a matter of bringing light to the things that are most helpful. You know what I mean? Yes. No, that's a great way to end it right there. And it just, it just comes down to just, Figuring out, obviously, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and just creating your own ultimate success formula based off of the mistakes that you make along the way. It's just obviously learning from those mistakes and creating the formula for success. Like, yes, indeed. I feel like there nothing's really a mistake. It's just an opportunity to improve, right? Because, like, if you're exactly. still about on your own bullshit, on your own thing, like, if you can't call yourself out on it, you're never going to improve. You know what I mean? So you kind of got to be able to bring that awareness to like, hey, that not real good at, what can I do to improve that? Or hey, like, I mean, even with my Spartan training, like, you know, I go out there and I've had several shoulder surgeries. So my main concern was just like front view, right? Like, do Mm -hmm. I have the right posture, mobility? Am I strengthening the muscles properly? Um, But I really didn't, I overtrained towards the front and I didn't focus really on the rear delts and triceps. So when I went to Spartan, I noticed that I felt that. And so now this is like something that's just like, okay, this is only going to help me improve even more. You know what I mean? And so like, and I've had people say like, Oh, come on trainer. You know what I mean? But it's just like, well, you know, I wouldn't be a good trainer if I wouldn't have called myself out on it. And like, I wasn't open about it. Cause it's just like, you're never going to be perfect right route even going to these next spartans i'm going to come back with more tools and more things to help me improve and it's not so much as like oh man i didn't know but it's like hell yeah now i know you know what i mean it's really changing your mind 
on that part because it's the only way that you're going to continue to evolve. And that's basically what it comes down to. And it's just, it's like always like soften your ego. You know what I mean? It's like, is your ego in your favor or is it holding you back because you can't actually admit that you were wrong? You got what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. And I, I feel like that is a great way to end the HFWB podcast series on that note. But before I, we get on out of here, Ashley, remind the people on how they can get in contact with you about just ANC fitness and yoga, kids get fit, all that stuff. Let the people know what's coming up soon. Yeah, so I'll actually be at the Just Cool Fall Fest this Saturday. Um, if you go to my ANC fitness page, I'll actually sit. I'll be there for get fit. So it's craft. Um, come to the table. I could give you more information on that. To get a hold of me for ANC fitness and yoga stuff, uh, you can definitely just reach out over Facebook. Uh, my personal number, my email are out there. They're everywhere. So, I mean, you definitely just kind of Google my name and it's going to pop up. Uh, so definitely just send a text and an email. Give me a phone call. I'm not, I definitely will answer or get back to you and we'll kind of go from there. I mean, even just dropping into a class, the first class is free. So just show up. I'm pretty sure we'll be in there getting after it and you'd be able to jump right in, get a kind of a taste of what it's like. And then we'll kind of go from there. Yes, and I could personally agree agree on that statement. And, and basically for everybody who's just looking to get themselves on the right track from an overall fitness level or just overall just trying to work out the kinks and all the soreness within your body, go holler at a Ashley Chapa. She's going to get you right within either her yoga or fitness program or both. <clears throat> and you can basically get the best of both worlds and the yin and the yang factor. And overall, you'll get yourself on track to being a whole brand new transformational person. I mean, I'm personally proof of it. And I guarantee you, Ashley Chapa will definitely get you right. Hence her name, Ashley Nicole Chapa and C Fitness and Yoga. And on that note, Ashley, thank you for making your long way to the turn to the HFWB podcast series. I, I know this has been long overdue and I just appreciate you for making time out of your busy schedule just to come catch up with yours truly for sure i appreciate you we'll definitely be doing stuff together soon yes indeed yes indeed and for everybody listening to the hfwb podcast series this is your host clifton pope i encourage everybody to stay healthy wealthy and blessed and have a wonderful time y'all peace and love bye guys <laughs>